Lord Jesus, I thank you for Fridays. I thank you for Shabbat. It's May 27th, 2022. This week there was a shooting in Texas. In Texas? I think it was in Texas. And there were, I think, 19 children that were killed in a school and two teachers. There, maybe it was, maybe those facts were wrong. It was um, somebody that was trapped under the law of Satan, right? So let's pray for those families and let's pray for the shooter. I think the shooter died. I don't think the shooter lived. Because I think then he might have um, taken his own life. Shooting. I see the shooting. I see the shooting. No? Let me see if I can tell you what. It was in Texas. and it, We want to pray for these families that, Jesus, you know what it's like to lose your children. I don't know what it's like to lose my children. I never want to know that. I just um, pray that your hand would protect this family all the days of our lives. But I do pray for those families, God, that um, are suffering the most horrible pain of their lives. Or you. I mean my mommy. Thank you. Um, Or myself, or Michael, my big brother, or Loki, my little brother. Or victory, my little little brother, and help my little sister and mommy, my mommy, my mommy, my big mommy, and daddy, my big daddy, because he's like four feet tall. Not six is six. I meant, I meant he's like twenty feet tall. I'm exaggerating. He's only like he's six feet five inches. He's not. He's six foot two. No. He's six foot something. He's six feet. He's six foot one. He's, he's like six he's feet. taller than six feet. Flat. I know that. He's taller than six feet. Anyway. He's either taller or lower than six feet. And it's probably lower. 15, do you know what I'm trying to do nine, so hard? Yeah. I'm trying to pray. So you all need to sit and close your mouths unless you have a prayer. You're arguing about how tall your father is. So I'd like you just to focus on praying with me. Can you? Okay. Cade, come back. I forgive you. I I guess it's hard to remember when we're praying. Okay, I forgive you. Sit. The only reason I get aggravated by it is because every day it's the same story. Sit down, Cade. Hope, sit down now. No. You can share it. You could be sharing too, and you don't have to scream like that. All right, don't brush it onto the floor. Okay, so let's start over. God, I pray that you would hold these families in your arms, that you would offer them comfort, that they would come to know you even better. Job lost all his children and his wife. 
Mike just wanted him to curse God. Do we want to read? Oh, his wife didn't die. I thought she died. I'm trying to pray. We stop right now with fire from heaven, the enemy from using this incident to further a victory. I put a wall of fire in front of those plans. I call off every work of the occult to stop those, and we stop it. We stop it in Jesus' name. We put a fire wall from heaven in front of those plans. Jesus, you're sitting on the mercy seat in heaven. I ask that you would show mercy to these families and be their comfort and be their guide in every single way, every form and every fashion. Lord Jesus, would you open the heavens for them as you're catching their tears in a bottle? We can't even imagine or fathom what they're going through. Jesus, they are siblings, you know. These children have had siblings, and they have to all deal with this and grapple with that reality. I ask, God, that somehow that you would be glorified in this mess. I also pray for Aunt Curly, that she would not look at you with bitterness and disdain, or and, and she would not um, create tears for you. She doesn't know you. Lord Jesus, would you help her come to know you? I pray for my siblings that they would come to know you and they would lift you up and they would call you Messiah, King and Messiah of their hearts, God. I ask that you would help them. Bring salvation, write salvation in their stories, God. Call them by name, each one of them by name. Richie and V and Corey and Mark and my nieces, God, and Greg and Dorian and my nephew. Lord God, that they would come to know you and call you King and Messiah. I also pray for Aunt Curly and Josh, that they would no longer be so distant. We pray uh, healing on Bruce and salvation. I call his pancreas back to life right now, and I say, cancer, die in Jesus' name. Of cancer, die and go into the ground in Jesus' name. I pray for Christine that she would begin to call on you, that she would begin to pray, that she would begin to worship you and glorify you. God, that she is pressing into you, Jesus, that you would make yourself known in their lives, that you would surround them with people that are local, that would lift them up, that by your miracle, they would be surrounded with a a circle and a ring of fire, of prayer fire. I pray the same thing for uh, Joe. Labarca, that he would be surrounded by believers and that the people around him in the uh, wherever he is, that they would worship you and they would begin to lift him up. Lord Jesus, I pray your salvation on Joe Labarca right now, that he would not die, that he would call you high and lift it up and magnify your name. Oh, Abba Father, we magnify your name. We exalt you. I call life to Joe LaBarca right now. Holy Spirit, speak to his spirit, God. Lift him up. You, you minister to his body. Call him back into being, God. Do not, I, I cancel, I rebuke, and I condemn that spirit of death in Jesus' name. We call him back to life in Jesus' name. And Lord God, I ask that you would help 
Linda Labarca, his wife, to come believe in your word that you would uh, uh, bring Peter to come pray prayers of life over Joe Labarca. I ask that you would activate that faith in Peter. I, I just praise you that Peter knows who you are, that he believes in you, and that he knows the power of your word, which is life and life everlasting. But we also want to extend Joe's life here on earth. God, you've numbered Joe's days. I pray that we're hearing you correctly, that his days are longer in Jesus' name. I also pray for Sydney and Iris. Lord God, I ask, I'm begging for their salvation, God. I call off every hindrance of their life, and I command you hindrance to get out in Jesus' name. I pray for Grandma. Lord Jesus, that she feels that things are just bad and things keep happening that are negative. But I ask that you turn her vocabulary around, that she begins expecting the positive, that she begins saying, God is helping me. Look at how God is helping me. That she testifies to the uh, productivity of your kingdom, that she sees heaven come down on earth just like this family does because she can hear you, because she can obey you. Lord God, help her process the things that happen in her life from your perspective. Mount her up on uh, eagle's wings, God, that she will change her vocabulary and not say, woe is me, but she'll say, God has blessed me. I ask that she says now, God has blessed me. Uh, Insomnia, I... I just call you back into the ground to die in Jesus' name. Whining, back into the ground to die in Jesus' name. Bitterness, back into the ground to die in Jesus' name. The quarreling that's happening in this family, I rebuke you. I bind you. I, I say, get out of this family right now. My children do not agree with the spirit of quarreling and rebellion with bad attitudes. They disagree with you. They do not take your hand. You go into the ground now and you die. I take complete authority over you in Jesus name. You know, I know God that enemy spirits tremble at the light of God living in each of us. And I say right now, That your light, God, is so bright in my children that no enemy can tempt them, can bother them, can uh, create a problem for them. God, they're always looking to you for answers. My children are holy. They are set apart. They love you, God. They love you. They worship you. When we read the Bible, they learn from what you have to teach them. You speak to each of us together, but also individually. And I thank you, God, that my children look to you. They worship you. They bend their hearts and their knees to you, God. They're on the ground before you, just like we are, God, receiving from you all the goodness from heaven, all the gifts that you have to give us from heaven. We thank you, God, for that satisfaction of joy, the satisfaction of doing hard things well. God, you've lifted us to better places, to higher places. We're stepping faithfully into a future that you've planned for us, and we're excited for that future. Lord Jesus, we're excited for this week and this day and this year and the good things you've planted before us. And right now, I proclaim healing on this shoulder and healing on this shoulder and healing on my hip. I command my body right now. I prophesy over my body that this body will not hurt in Jesus' name. Amen. What? <laughs> for one, I was copying you. For three, I wanted to pray. Okay, go ahead and pray. So when I wanted to pray about stuff, I wanted to pray about this. Remember when my mom was talking about that evil guy who shot all the guys at the school? Um, 
the guy I wanted to pray for in that was the guy that mommy prayed for. And I think it was a 40-year-old or something. And I wanted to pray for him. Dear God, please help that man. Even though I have no idea what his name is, no idea what his, his, his name is in. Yeah. Please help with the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Very good, Cade. Mom. Very I, good. I have a prayer. Okay, go ahead. Dear God, please help that, 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 no, kid. Mommy, that is Danielle, and also the dad, Look at that. the, 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 Are you copying me? <laughs> Let's do Psalm 86. Incline <laughs> thy ear, O Lord, and answer me. Sit down, Cade, for I am afflicted and needy. Yeah, you know, these families are crying out, and they're saying they are afflicted and needy. Do preserve my soul, for I am a godly man. O thou my God, save thy servant who trusts in thee. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to thee I cry all day long. Make glad the soul of thy servant, for to thee, O Lord, I lift up my soul. For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive, and abundant in loving kindness to all who call upon thee. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer, and give heed to the voice of my supplications. In the day of my trouble I shall call upon thee, for thou wilt answer me. There is no one like thee among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like thine. All nations whom thou hast made shall come and worship before thee, O Lord, and they shall glorify thy name, for thou art great and doest wondrous deeds. Thou alone art God. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. I will give thanks to thee, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and will glorify thy name forever. For thy loving kindness toward me is great, and thou hast delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. I do pray this over my family, God, that you would teach us your way, O Lord. We declare that we walk in the truth. Unite our hearts to fear you. Amen. We will give thanks Amen. to you, O Lord, our God, with Amen. all our heart. We will glorify your name forever, for your loving kindness towards us is great. So great, we can't even comprehend it, God. You are so great towards us, and you've delivered our soul from the depths of Sheol. O God, arrogant men have risen us against us, risen up against us, and a band of violent men have sought my life, and they have not seen set thee before them. But thou, O Lord, art a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abundant in loving kindness and truth. Turn to me and be gracious to me. O grant thy strength to thy servant and save the son of thy handmaid. Show me a sign for good that those who hate me may see it and be ashamed. Because thou, O Lord, has helped me and comforted me. Hey, Luke, you're going to clean the floor. Later, because you're doing that. Okay, Proverbs. Why are you doing Proverbs? Go get it. Because we're learning wisdom. Okay. 
Okay, Proverbs 3. Luke, this is for you. The eyes of the Lord are in every place. What does that mean? Uh, Jesus got eyes. He can see everything. Hmm? Say, so he can see everything. Everything. Yeah. Okay, watching the evil and the good. Watching the evil and the good. Does that mean that God saw what happened in Texas? Yeah. He saw both the evil that happened. He saw the, the demons that were working together. But he also saw the good of the people that were saving the people that they saved. There were people saved. And the news only reports the horrible things, right? Mm-hmm. Mostly, it focuses on sorrow and horrible things. But there were people there that were brave. And they glorified God because they saved some of those kids. They were courageous. Did you hear the report about the officers standing between the shooter and the children? Those officers were brave and courageous. My pillows shall not be out here. Put them back. My pillows are not going to be out here. Put them back in my room. Thank you, Micah. That's a blessing. Okay? A soothing tongue is a tree of life. A soothing tongue is a tree of life. What does that mean, Cade? People will like that person and be friends. What, what's a soothing tongue? You're we could be your friends! If, if, that means if someone's mad, it's like a bird and a bee. If the bird can calm the bee, the bee is the person and the bird is calm. Get off the table, Luke. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, it's a soothing tongue. Is a tongue that tells the truth and a tongue that comforts with God's truths, right? Like I was able to tell you, there were good things that happened there and God saw the good too. That's a soothing tongue. I love like this. Uh, like if, if somebody obeyed God and then God forgave the person that obeyed God, then, then will the person obey God? person if a person obeyed God then yes they obeyed God like, perversion okay listen let listen this is your turn what no nope do not nope nope Kate can you put that on the counter the granola yeah Seal it. Can you can you zip it sealed? Yeah. Give it to brother. Okay. Hopi, what does it mean when it says perversion in it crushes the spirit? What's your question? Uh, but Thank you, kid. The bull is, is the bad guy and right God is the is the is the two so that black bull is the bad guy and and that. Light bulb is that God, then, then will the bulb steal some of this food and then will God forgive the bulb and then will the, will the bulb will, will, will forgive God? The bird does not need to forgive God. Because God can forgive. That's mine! God can forgive no. anybody who wants. Even Get off the table, Luke. Luke, was that your car? Actually, no, if they're true. Is it Hobia? Or did you just share it? 
Thank you, my. Say thank you for brother for sharing it. Thank you. Okay. So listen. A soothing tongue is a tree of life, but per- perversion in it crushes the spirit. Do you know Baby. what? What is perversion in the tongue? Baby. Does anybody know? Baby. Perversion in the tongue. What could that be? Do you know what perversion is? sin something disgusting in the tongue it's like if you had a piece of poop on your tongue perversion in the tongue crushes the spirit so what does poop represent in that case evil evil yep so what does it mean to say evil crushes the spirit evil in the tongue crushes the spirit uh, the tongue is Jesus, and the poop is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Why would it crush the spirit? Uh, because the poop is very hard as a rock, but if, if the poop blowed over God, then he would be Micah had a good answer. He said yesterday, sin leads to death. Right? So, sin on the tongue leads to death. What? Give me some examples of sin on the tongue. Lying. Lying. What are some other examples of sin on the tongue? Uh, sin. Sin? Sin. Sin. Yeah. What are some other examples of sin on the tongue? Sin is. What about when we accuse people? You know what that looks like? False accusation. False accusation. Yes. Yep. That's a good example. Who else has an example of sin on the tongue? Perversion in the on the tongue. Does anybody else have an example? Okay. What about soothing tongue, a mouth of righteousness leading to life? What does that mean? I need a teaser. What is in your mouth? A piece of popcorn sugar. Oh, get a floss. Floss. What is an example of a soothing tongue, a righteous tongue? Yeah. What does a righteous tongue do? Does it, righteous and good. Does it tell the truth or does it lie? Uh, truth. It tells the truth. What is saying the truth? Is it uh, saying what actually happened or is it exaggerating? If, if, like if he did a bad thing, then, then he would tell the truth. Yeah. And it's a tree of life. That means that it produces fruit. Like if, if he punched God, like, like disobeyed God, will, will he tell someone that, that he disobeyed God? Uh-huh. That is true. Yeah, he'll tell the truth. That's right. And that means that you bear fruit of the Spirit. Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, right? Joy, and, and the patience, song. 
Love? I thought mine was Love. Right. Okay. A fool rejects... Kate, this is for you. A fool rejects his father's discipline, but he who regards reproof as prudent. What does that mean? That means that whoever rejects someone's... His father's discipline. Whoever rejects means that you push it away. Foolish, yes, you're right. But he who regards reproof is prudent. What does it mean to regard reproof? That means let his father listen. That that means let his father do the right thing and he'll become an adult that can take care of his children. That's excellent. That's excellent. That's excellent. And doesn't drink drugs. That's right. Okay, Jeremiah 47. You guys, ah! are, you guys are doing a better job than usual today, so I just want to call that Jesus out to you. Got, uh, that you're doing great. Jesus taste the Can I taste the... Uh, since I'm doing so great. What, Cade? What, Luke, I mean? Uh, why... Why did Jesus taste the flies? Jesus did not taste the flies. <laughs> okay, Jeremiah, what did we learn from Jeremiah? J or J? Jeremiah is Jeremiah's restoration of I said it wrong. R, J, R. I said J or J. <laughs> what did you say, Kate? Very good. That's good. Okay, chapter 47. I want all of us to answer, though, when we're doing it. Prophecy against Philistia. What is Philistia? It is a country. Where the, who lives there? The Philistines. The Philistines. God lives there, but they push God away. So here's God's judgment. Okay, ready? That which came as the word of the Lord to Jeremiah the prophet concerning the Philistines before Pharaoh conquered Gaza. Do you know Pharaoh conquered Gaza? And to this day, the Gaza Strip remains an incredible problem with intense spiritual warfare. So Pharaoh conquered Gaza here. But now today, how long ago was this? A long time. This was like I got before blood. Jesus, right? So I this got, was over 2,000 years ago. I got blood. I'm sorry. But I even now, blood. it's a problem in the Gaza Strip. And I want you to see it's where a there's a intense spiritual warfare. There's lots of murders and uh, um, persecution and problems in the Gaza Strip. There's a lot of... Um, What's the word? Genocide, homicide. There's, there's, there's a ton of problems in the Gaza Strip. There's a lot of oppression of people. There's incredible pain for children and women. Okay, listen, listen. Okay, thus says the Lord, behold, waters are going to rise from the north. Okay, because what's happening in Gaza, the reason why there's murders and issues there is because the lies are still circulating among the people. They believe wrong things. 
And those lies are believing anything that falls outside of the word of God. Right? And there's a lot of Muslim, Islamic people there. They don't believe in God. They worship, they call him Allah, and they'll tell you, oh, that's God. But when you really read their holy book called the Quran, their form of the Bible, it's a perversion of the mouth. Okay, that's what we just read. Also, they believe the Bible is flawed. Well, like they believe in the same God as Jews and Christians, they, they say. They say. But then... They characterize him in a weird way. And yeah, that, like they, they, they recognize Abraham, but nothing else. They also... Well, they say Jesus I, was... A, I want the orange one to the prophet. They say he was just a prophet. When you say Jesus was just a prophet, like you demote him from the creator of the universe... And the savior of all the world. And you say he was just a man that heard from God. How do we think God feels? Like so angry. That never works for God. You cannot ever compromise the Lord. I was listening to a sermon last night from this amazing lady that had an amazing ministry with No. She she had a bigger uh, ministry. She had hundreds of thousands, uh, like over, I think, 200,000 healings done in her ministry. Um, but she was saying, God won't ever compromise. He cannot be compromised. And it's so true. Okay. Thus says the Lord, Behold, waters are going to rise from the north and become an overflowing torrent and overflow the land and all its fullness. The city and those who live in it. And the men will cry out. And every inhabitant of the land will wail. I mean, they're going to cry, right? Because of the noise of the galloping hoofs of his stallions, the tumult of his chariots, and the rumbling of his wheels. The fathers have not turned back for their children. The dads are just going to leave their kids there to die. Because of the limpness of their hands. Because they won't be strong enough. To go back, they're going to have no power against what's going to happen. On account of the day that is coming to destroy all the Philistines, to cut off from Tyre and Sidon, every sure every alley that is left, there's going to be no helper, right? That's what God is saying. For the Lord is going to destroy the Philistines, the remnant of the coastland of Camphor. Stop. Did she bring them to the table? So then she gets to use them. What are you talking about? Well, she's like, I need to Cade, Cade, examine your heart. Okay. Ooh, Julie's really trying to eat a bird. <laughs> Baldness has come upon Gaza. Ashkelon has been ruined. Oh, remnant of their valley, how long will you gash yourself? Ah, sword of the Lord, how long will you not be quiet? Withdraw into your sheath. Be at rest and stay still. How can it be quiet when the Lord has given it an order against Ashkelon and against the seacoast? There he has assigned it. Yeah. So, this is a horrible time for them. You know, it's amazing to me. I already told you. I already told you. That's so you mean. did. You disobeyed me. Hey, don't even have mine. 
Don't throw your pillow at her. That's nice that you want to share. Okay, if she doesn't want it, you can't force her. That's nice that you want to share, though. All right. Well, that is my only one. I said... You don't have to give it to her. I just don't want you taking hers. I need to take Okay, that's your choice. Jesus teaches about the law. This is Matthew five well, seventeen through twenty. <sighs> Kate, I'm talking. When are you going to be polite? Now? Okay, thank you. Matthew five seventeen through twenty. Don't misunderstand why I have come. Sit up, Hopi. I did not come to abolish the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. No, I came to accomplish their purpose. Do you know why Jesus came? To accomplish their purpose? Of the law of Moses, right? Yeah. He didn't erase it. He fulfilled it. I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappear, not even the smallest detail of God's law will disappear until its purpose is achieved. That's a big deal. This verse, I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappear, not even Hi, the smallest guys. detail of God's law will disappear until its purpose is achieved. So if you ignore the least commandment and teach others Hi. to do the same, you will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But anyone who obeys God's laws and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. This is important to you. If you want to be called great in the kingdom of heaven, you will obey God's laws yep. and teach them. You need to teach them to your children. You need to teach them to yourselves. Right? Yeah. You need to ask God to help you learn them. But I warn you, unless your righteousness is better than the righteousness of the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Okay. What is God saying? He's saying you have to be better than the best religious people of the day. Does that make sense? Yes. Your righteousness has to be cleaner than the best, most respected religious leaders of that day. How would that be possible? What did he say was wrong with the religious leaders of the day? That they were perverted. They were like, he called them something. Hypocrites. Hypocrites. On the outside, they were like what? White washed tombs. But on the inside, they were dead, right? So on the outside, they looked pretty and clean. And they wore fancy things. But on the inside, there was trash because they didn't really love God. They loved themselves. So how do we become better than the best leaders of that day? Their heart was hard. That's right. Their heart was spiritually not beating. But in the inside of us, what do we have to do? Um, God. Believe in God. Pray to God. What else? And not so, and not so pray for other people. Pray for other people. Are we better than God? No. Do we know better than Him? No. No. We don't know anything without God. We do. We do. When God is inside our heart. When He's inside your heart, you know 
all the right things because you can ask him. And God told me so many different times. He loves when I ask him questions. And he's got all the answers for me. And I'm so happy I can ask him questions. And that means for you, can you ask him questions? Yeah. Will he be happy about it? Yeah, yeah. Will he answer you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He will. Every time. Mm-hmm.